Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. No more blindly following what you're supposed to do. It's time to get clear and find happiness and ditch the idea of settling. So how do you do that? In this episode, Tess Brigham, dubbed the millennial therapist, has a few words of wisdom. The pressure that we put on ourselves a lot of times is to, I need to know exactly what my destination is and then I can start. You're listening to Millennial Money with award-winning money expert and serial entrepreneur, Shauna Come to Game where we flip the script on the old school approach to everything your parents never taught you about money. Each week, Shauna creates a safe space by talking with special guests from around the world about money wellness, entrepreneurship, traveling like a boss, and what makes millennials tick. Unique stories, trailblazing perspectives, tips, tricks, and everything there is to know about money. Find it all here as you uncover your money story and unlock the life you want to live. Pretty cool, right? Here's Shauna money expert, Indiana Hoosier, and burger aficionado. So my friend, May is Mental Health Month, and as someone who struggles with mental health, I thought we should have some conversations about it this month if you're up for it. If you didn't check out the episode last week with Doc Shauna Springer about money anxiety, be sure to add that to your playlist. It is definitely worth its weight in gold. But in this episode, we're talking about the idea of happiness. 
And it feels sometimes like we're always supposed to be happy, happy with our life, our career, our relationship, our money. But you and I both know that is not actually reality. And on the other side of the coin, there's a lot of people say, say, well, you can never really be happy. And that's not true either. Somewhere in the middle is this place where happiness exists. And I think the best part about happiness is that it can look different or it does look different for you than it does for me. We get to define it and shape it and decide what it means. So enter Tess. She's a millennial therapist, an expert psychotherapist, certified life coach, and a public speaker. She specializes in helping millennials discover their unique life path in order to get out into the world and make an impact. So in this episode, she is sharing how to get super clear on what happiness looks like for you and then how to go get it. Let's get on to our conversation. I love your message that you have on your website where you say no more blindly following what you're supposed to do and feeling meh. It's time to get clear and find happiness rather than settling. And I think everybody listening, at least I hope, is is in, gre- in agreement that this is what we want. We We don't want to settle. But I find that sometimes settling is just so much easier than than change. So I really just wanted to throw this out to you uh, to open things up. I mean, is it really true that we can have all that we want, regardless of bank account, career, age, <laughs> income, et cetera? Like, is this really possible? Um, you know, this is an expression my grandfather said, which is you can have it all. You just can't have it all at the same time. And I think that that is right. I mean, obviously, there's a certain amount of privilege as we say these things of having it all. But um, I don't know, I would I would dig into this idea of what does it mean to settle? Because I think a lot of times, the things that we want for ourselves, it feels like, oh, but if I am I playing small? Or am I settling for something? And really, my message is about making choices and decisions that you're happy with that work for you and your life and that you're doing things that feel right to you because there is so much white noise out there between the internet and social media and, and their blogs. I mean, everybody now has the ability to have a platform that they can spread across the world in, in seconds And I think that that has, that has created a lot of confusion for young people. That's what I've seen. It's just, it's a lot of confusion around, well, what is it that I really want? And do, you know, on social media, everybody wants this. Do I want that? Right. You know, and I think that's that's what creates that problem. How do you figure that out? I mean, it sounds like an easy question and yet it's so complicated and hard. How do you begin mm-hmm. to figure out, like, even if you're if you're happy or if you're settling, is there a way to to work that out a little bit? Yeah, I, I think it's a, it's part of it is an evolution, right? I think part of it is living your life and doing things and trying things out. I always encourage people, you're bet it's better for you to try things. It's better for you to do things. And then you can decide, does this work for me or not? Um, And I think a lot of times what I see is a lot of people sitting in this place of indecision of, well, I could choose A or I could choose B. And if I choose A, then this could happen. Or if I choose B, this could happen. And what they do is they just sort of sit there waiting, 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 and waiting, like for, I don't know, for some magical answer to come of it's A or B, it's A or B, right? And so some of it is just 
trusting your gut, trusting your own instincts and saying, okay, it's A, I'm going that direction. And I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to see where that is. We figure out who we are and what we want through our experiences, through our relationships, through you know, and, and so it's, it's a constant evolution of exploring and then reflecting, exploring, reflecting, exploring, reflecting with the hope that as you're going along, you're starting to, things are starting to fall into place. Things are starting to, um, you know, things are becoming clearer, all of that. I think the pressure that we put on ourselves a lot of times is to, I need to know exactly what my destination is and then I can start. And what I'm teaching my clients is, no, you need to start and the destination will be revealed. Mm, I like that a lot. I talk about that very similar terms when we're talking about money. And you, you bring up something, I think that's really important, this idea of starting not knowing the outcome, because I feel like we're in this very perfectionist society where somehow we're all supposed to know perfectly how to do everything. And I'm wondering if in that exists a lot of this ambiguity or or not really knowing which choice to make. Like, how do you Mm -hmm. see perfectionism play into this? Yeah, and it, it it doesn't. Where's that? I don't know who said this. I think it's Seth Godin who said this. Where you know nobody really has writer's block. That really, what blocks us is this desire to write the perfect sentence. Mm-hmm. And so, with perfectionism, we get very caught up in focusing on people who have already figured it all out and comparing ourselves to them. And this desire that, right, in order for me to be able to start anything, it has to be this beautifully laid out sentence. And I think you probably felt this too when you started your podcast, where you can't you can't compare yourself to someone who's been podcasting for 10 years or someone's show that's been on for 10 years, that really, truly, the only way for you to know what's going to work and the kinds of guests and the conversations and how I am as an interviewer, all of that's been an evolution of you simply doing this thing of simply saying, this is my podcast. This is what I'm calling it. Here I go. Yeah, I I would definitely agree. And I think there's a lot of, I mean, I I know you talk a lot about self-confidence and self-esteem and that's something that, I mean, honestly, I've struggled with forever. I mean, thinking that someone is always better, smarter, prettier, you fill in the word. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I've had to do a lot of work through therapy over the years to build a healthy self-esteem, self-confidence. And I'm still very much on that journey. And I'm sure somebody listening is is thinking as as we're talking, are there ways to to boost your your self-esteem and your your self-confidence in this very image money I have or don't have society that we live in so that you can detach from that idea of perfectionism? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and and that's the part that is a challenge and I think this is the challenge when you're young is you are trying to figure out a lot of things all at once. You're trying to figure <laughs> out not only who you are and what you want and the kind of person that you want to be and your identity and and how you want to be in the world, but you're also trying to 
determine and figure out all of these big questions and choices of what am I going to do for a living and where am I going to live and you know, what kind of relationships do I want to have? And do I want marriage and family and all of that? Or do I want something else? And I I think that that the, what happens is we get this false idea that the things that we're going to go after the relationships, the job, those things are going to create that sense of fulfillment. Mm-hmm. That sense of right, the what you're saying, that fill in the blank. That if I had this job, I would be happy. If I was prettier, I would be ha- I would be happier. If I was if I was twenty pounds lighter, <laughs> I would be happier. <laughs> if I was this, I would be happier. And so that that challenge that you're talking about is it is a daily challenge, and it's a daily challenge for everybody. Which is at the core, we're all really struggling with this concept of, you know, being feeling like we're enough as who we are here today. And yes, you might want to, you might want to change your eating habits, and you might want to change your behaviors. But at the core, in order to really make choices and decisions that are right for you to really you know, take on the things that you want to do, you do have to trust and believe that, you know, who you are is enough. And Mm -hmm. so what happens is, I hope I'm explaining this right, but what happens is we get it backwards all the time. You know, we we're searching and seeking for these things in order to make us happy when really we have to first focus on the happiness part on and who we are and loving who we are and then making um, choices and decisions based on on that. And that's that piece of, right. The, you know, like confidence and what you're talking about self-esteem of feeling always like there's this thing that's going to help me with my self-esteem. I'd have better self-esteem if, Mm, you know, I felt this way or that way. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's so powerful. And I mean, talking about this, I know you have suffered what you call, or you did suffer, what you call a quarter-life crisis. And I love that because (laughs) I think I suffered one of those as well. And probably a lot of people listening either have or will have or did have. How did you find your way through that time in your life? Because I'm thinking that, you know, what we've been through the last year and a half, so many people have had their own crisis, whether it's work-related, money-related, health-related. So I'd love to hear more, a little bit more of your story and then, you know, any advice you have of, of, of helping others figure their way through that. Yeah. Um, so for me, I, uh, and, and this is the other thing is that it's, it's taken me decades. I mean, to, to get through it, like the quarter life crisis itself in that time of my life, wasn't, you know, it hasn't been going on for the last 20 years, but the evolution of figuring out who I am and what I want is an ongoing process. But yeah, when I was, um, you know, my dream when I was, uh, you know, growing up, my lifelong dream was to work in Hollywood and to work in the entertainment business. And (laughs) I did, I did everything I was supposed to do. I worked, I was, I interned in my summers for free. I, you know, I, I worked at Columbia pictures one summer. I had an internship with Warner brothers. I, I was a film major in college. I graduated. I started working as a, uh, working at a small talent agency in the Bay area. And then I moved to LA. I mean, I did everything that I was supposed to do. And 
I hit this wall when I was 27 of, I don't like this. <laughs> you know, I'm not happy. And I was very much caught in that trap of, well, when I get, when I make this amount of money, I'll feel awful better. Or when I achieve a certain amount of success, I'll be happier. Or when I'm able to, you know, no longer be an assistant or no longer be this or no longer be that. And really, I just, I I hit this wall of feeling like I cannot, this is not for me. I don't enjoy this. And that was, I mean, it's really hard because I had held, you know, I had associated my sense of self, my identity for so long. And, you know, I can look back now and see it wasn't that long, but at that time, (laughs) and it was my entire life, you know? So, um, I had spent my entire life working towards this one dream and it, it really forced me to stop and figure out like, what is the point of life? That life is just, it's going along. It's passing me by things are happening and, and I'm sitting around waiting to be happy because I, you know, I keep thinking that that's what I'm going to achieve with this. So I left, I left LA. I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area. I'm a Northern California kid. And so I came back here. And for me, I really had to stop and think about what is it that, um, you know, what drew me to the entertainment business, why I liked what I did. And what it really came down to was I really enjoyed talking to the actors. I enjoyed helping them. I enjoyed giving them advice and solving their problems and, and having these relationships. And that's what got me on. Well, maybe I'll, you know, explore this idea of becoming a therapist. At the time, I had never taken a psychology course in my life. Um, I think it took like (laughs) one in high school and maybe psychology stats, you know, statistics as a math class, but that was it. I really had no background in it. So for me, I just took a class. I took intro to psychology and, you know, I I really loved it. And I was like, okay, I think maybe I can do this. The, The part that people, the thing is, is that what I really try to get across to people is it wasn't like I said, okay, I'm going to be a therapist and look at me here. Now I'm here, (laughs) you know, right. Right. There was such this, this growth of, I first had to obviously get the education and go through the process of becoming licensed. And within that time, you know, I got married, I had a child, um, you know, I had to really learn like, who am I as a person and as a therapist and what does this look like and how do I balance all of this? And then I got licensed and I started a practice and, and again, I thought I was going to work with this group of people. And then all of a sudden young adults, millennials started showing up in my office and I'm like, well, wait a second, maybe it's them. And and then I started coaching and I started integrating coaching into the work that I did. You know, it's, it's just been, I, I really want people to understand that while I, you know, I picked psychology and that narrowed things down to get to where I am today of working with this group of people doing this, this hybrid of psychotherapy and coaching, doing what I do now, that took another, that took another, you know, I took 10 years to get really good at being a therapist. And then it took another, another, um, you know, eight, nine, 10 years to, to really hone in on this is this thing that I do. Um, and I think that is the part that isn't reflected in society. That's the part that's not reflected in social media and in what you see out there. I think we see a lot of 
young people that are Instagram influencers, a lot of people on YouTube, a lot of that. We see a lot of that because people can, they can, you know, become very famous and and make a lot of money very quickly doing these things. But if you really want to grow something and build something, you know, that it does, it takes time, it takes focus, it takes energy and that careers are long. Yeah. Careers are absolutely, they're very, very long. And I think the great part of what you're saying too, is that you found something that does bring you happiness, but then that doesn't mean that the journey is easy per se. It just Mm -hmm. means that you found something where you feel, hold on my throat, (laughs) where you found something where you feel happy and that the journey isn't necessarily easy, but you you feel like this is your spot. And I mm-hmm. think maybe, uh, you know, I hope somebody listening that that really resonates with them, that it doesn't necessarily mean it's easy, but like you didn't feel that great working in the entertainment industry and you feel different doing this. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. 
Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited, and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete.me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web, and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete.me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. 
The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and enter code ETM at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash ETM. Go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and use code ETM for 20% off. From the gas pump to the grocery store, your utility bills and favorite streaming services, inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much-needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton, with phone plans starting at just 15 bucks a month. During a time when every dollar makes a difference, Mint Mobile can help you save hundreds in phone bill charges throughout the year. By going online only and eliminating the traditional cost of retail, Mint Mobile passes significant savings on to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com switch. That's mintmobile.com switch. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash switch. Algorithms can do so much more than control social media feeds. In fact, they have the power to save lives and improve our health. At the Weizmann Institute, Professor Yonina Eldar has pioneered innovative algorithms that optimize MRI scans and make ultrasound devices more portable, affordable, and accessible. Professor Eldar's lab develops AI tools that can pave the way to new technologies that can see, hear, and communicate beyond existing limits. Learn more at celebratinggreatminds.org. We have an Ask Shauna, and this one comes from Bree. And Bree says, Hi, Shauna. I've been listening to your show since last year. It's been so helpful, I can't even explain. I tell all my friends about my favorite episodes and even the ones that don't like to hear about money. So anyway, my question is this, and forgive me if this sounds really basic. Every time I build up my emergency fund, and side note, yes, I followed your advice and moved it to a high-yield savings account with Ally. Anyway, I end up having to use my funds for things, and then I kind of get depressed about it. Could you help me put this into perspective like you do so well? Thank you so much. Bree, this is a great question. (laughs) And I'm so happy to have you as a member of the Millennial Money Podcast community. So welcome. Consider this your your formal welcome. This is this is a great question. And I just want to say that there is never a question about money that is too basic. That just doesn't exist. So I want to put this out to anybody listening. If you have a question, you want me to tackle it, you want my input on it, just send it over, even if you want to stay anonymous because there's probably somebody else out there that has the same question. I know that's what happens to me when I want to ask a question about something. I'm like, ooh, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe this sounds like really basic, but I'm sure that somebody else has that question. So back to your question, Bree. First off, big kudos for moving your savings over to a high-yield savings account. Although in this environment, we're not earning much more interest in high-yield savings accounts than we are in our traditional bank savings account. The moral of the story, though, is that by doing so, you're making, in my opinion, a a smart money move. You're deciding to move your money to essentially the exact same thing, a different type of savings account, 
And you're doing that because you know that even a little bit more interest is just more money and more money is always better. So I want to make sure I frame this conversation, even if a high yield savings account is not for you, if you've decided that's just not something you want to do, that's okay. At least you have money in savings and that is a smart money move. So I want to make sure that this feels inclusive and not exclusive. But your savings is meant to be there for emergencies. So if you're dipping into it for stuff like car repairs, maybe unexpected medical bills, maybe your air conditioner breaks, your fridge breaks, whatever it might be, then I wouldn't really worry because as they say, shit just happens. (laughs) I've had months where everything breaks seemingly in the same month. The car needs repair, something's wrong with the fridge, something's wrong with the air conditioner, And it feels like everything's coming at me at once. And that's just a really expensive month. And then other months are not so expensive. But this is kind of the way life ebbs and flows. But I would say if you're dipping into your savings for everyday items like eating out, maybe buying some clothes, then I would first say make sure your money inflows and outflows are in check. So really make sure that you're aware of those outflows, where your money is flowing to, and make some decisions about whether maybe you need to change some of the outflow so that there just is more cash every month, if that is even possible. Now, for some of us, it's just not even possible, but we still need to be aware of where our money's going because that's what puts us in the driver's seat. And second, Maybe move some money, if this is your situation, into just like a general savings account for fun stuff so you can keep these separate. So you have your emergency fund and then you have a general savings account for just fun stuff. I find that if we label our savings accounts, that really helps. It helps us to know what that money is specifically for. So if if you're self-employed, I would create a savings account for taxes That way, visually, you can see where your money is. I just think that works really well for me. And then I totally understand like feeling depressed when you have to dip into your savings. But again, remember, that's what they're there for. They're meant to be used. These aren't your investment dollars. So I wouldn't worry about it too much. Like really see if you can soften around that emotion. But Brie, I just want to reaffirm you're doing great. Just stay down the path you're on. And... When you need to release some money, just release it, right? And know that you're going to be able to save more. It's just a matter of time. So, hey, again, if you haven't asked Shauna, head right over to the link in the show notes. Send me your question. No question is dumb or basic. Every question is amazing. And if you would like to stay anonymous, just let me know. And more than happy to do that. And I think a lot of times what I, what I say to people is, is that especially my clients that are in their late twenties, early thirties that are going through the growing pains of, Oh God, I'm going to leave this job. And all my friends are buying houses and oh my, you know, like getting on this path of saying, you know, you're putting in the time and effort now to have what you want on the other side. And really, listen, there's some people that find out, you know, they knew very young what they wanted to do and they love it and they did it and they got on track and great. That is, you know, there are people like that out there. And 
But I do think that the majority of people have to go through these kinds of growing pains, go through these struggles. And the more that you are willing to explore, to reflect, to do the hard work of really digging into, do I enjoy this? That there is a payoff. There absolutely is. And, and it's not about, okay, you, you know, if you do this, you'll be happy later. That's not the yeah. point of it. But if you do the hard work of asking yourself these questions and, and making choices that are scary, you know, I'm sure for you, like, I'm going to do a podcast. Like, that is scary to say that and put that out there. And so if you're willing to, you know, be visible and put yourself out there and make these choices that, y- you know, you will, you will find something that you really enjoy. And yes, I am, I feel incredibly lucky and very grateful to, to do what I do. And at the same time, I have days where I'm like, I'd like to sleep later. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to knock off early, right? Like there's always these moments because it's work, it's a job. And so there are always things that you're, you're doing that you don't necessarily want to do. But the goal is to get to a point where you're not miserable on a Monday. That's it. Yeah, You know, that you're not miserable waking up on a Monday morning. So because you work with uh, millennials, I know you've been dubbed the millennial therapist, like, are there any trends that you see that are really specific to millennials of of people coming to you and, and, you know, needing therapy around certain subjects? Yeah, I actually, I've, you know, this is what I've been focusing on for the last um, eight, nine years. So yeah, there's certain issues that come up over and over again for my clients. So the the biggest one is really around decision making. You know, how do I make decisions that I feel really good about? Um, how do I even think about making decisions? Um, the other part of it is really managing, you know, how do I understand my feelings and emotions? Young people, especially millennials, you know, they are, they're far more accepting of therapy and feelings and talking about feelings, which is great. And what I found with my clients was when they would come and see me, they were, um, they had a lot of the language, you know, for how they're feeling. They were able to identify it. The next step was always around, okay, so how do you then manage that feeling? You know, what do you do about it? Just because you have a feeling doesn't mean you have to act on it. Just because you have a, you know, it, and and just because you have a feeling or a thought doesn't make make it true. So there's a, I, I spend a lot of time helping my clients really try to understand their emotions and their feelings and whether or not you should act on them or not. Um, and then the other part of it is just dealing with, with your fears of fear of failure and, um, you know, feel fear of, of what other people think of you, the judgment of other people. Um, but a lot of it is very much heavily influenced by the world that we live in, which is technology and social media and, and all of these things that have made millennials and Gen Zers has created a different reality for their evolution. Right. We've been I talking about this, this, you know, time of your life where you become an adult. And millennials were the first generation that really became adults in a world that had social media. Yeah. Yeah, and it's crazy. That's hard. <laughs> that's really, really hard. Yeah. Wow. It's so fascinating. Well, 
Gosh, we covered so much. Uh, what's something I'm, I'm listening, let's say I'm listening to this episode. What's something I could do today to to really embrace that idea of stopping settling and, and starting to find happiness? Is there something tangible that I could think about or work through today? Yeah, I would say, um, I would say if you're not happy, you know, if you're like, I'm, I'm not happy in my job, I'm not happy in my life, I'm not happy in these things. I, so much of it is uh, getting quiet with yourself of turning off social media, turning off uh, all the other things that are distracting you because our world is full of distraction these days and really getting quiet with yourself and asking yourself, and it's not going to happen in one minute or one day, but asking yourself a series of questions of what it, what's really going on here? You know, why am I not happy at work? Is it the work that I'm doing? Is it the people that I'm around? Is it circumstances? Is it this? Like be your own, what I call like thought and feeling detective of really understanding what is it, you know, what's going on with you. And you can, one way of doing it is just doing like a simple audit of your day, like every hour at the end of the hour, like, what did I do this last hour? How do I feel, you know, Mm -hmm. and start to see some trends of, is it certain work that you're doing people you're spending time with? Like, what is it that's not working? What is it that's not working for you? Um, and then through that, you're going to start to get some some clarity and some some understanding of, oh wait, it's not my job per se. It's it's this these aspects of my my job. It's not everything. It's this part, um, and just start to become more aware of your of your thoughts and feelings in real time. That's truly the best thing that you can do for yourself. So, so that you can really understand what's working, what's not working from there. And, and then start to try things, start to do things. If, if you're not happy with your job, let's say, then it doesn't mean that you need to quit or you need to be miserable. It's more of really understanding, is it, you know, once you've done those audits, once you've reflected, once you've spent some time, you know, is it that I want to try something else? Okay. So how do I go off and find a, a, a way to go try these things and then check in with myself of like, okay, how was that? I took that class, right? You know, I, I chatted with a bunch of friends that work in this industry. How do I feel about it now? You know, some of these things to really start to get a sense of, um, of where is it that you want to go? So the best, I mean, it's, it, it keeps coming back to this idea of ex- exploration and reflection, exploration, reflection, and you're slowly bit by bit by bit by bit starting to, the more you explore, the more you reflect bit by bit, you'll be able to start to notice and start to make more intentional choices. I love it. Such good advice. Well, Tess, tell everybody listening if they're interested in connecting with you or working with you, where they can find you. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're interested in working with me, you can uh, just come to my website, tessbrigham.com. There's a way for you to set up a time to um, have a consultation with me. I also have on my site, I have a program called Find Your Path. This is all of the things that I've been talking about today. If you're like, I don't know if I want to work with a coach or a therapist, I don't know if that's what I want to do, but 
I want to get a lot of this good information and do it on my own, you can purchase the course. It's on the site. Um, and if you're not, you know, not ready for that and you're like, I want to get some good information from you. I'm on Instagram. I have, I'm on YouTube. I have, um, a YouTube channel. I release videos every week. So I have tons of great free content out there. If you're not ready to take the leap. I got so much out of this chat, but I'm really going to make it a point myself to stop settling and believe that happiness is truly available. So I'm hoping that you'll join me in this pursuit. If you enjoy this episode, do me a favor, share it with your friends, family, anybody that you think would get a lot out of this episode. And as always, you can head on over to the show notes for all the links to Tess and the episode sponsors. I'll see you back here in a few days for a brand new one. Hey, you. Yes, you. Before you go, we want to say thanks for listening to this episode of Millennial Money. For all the links, tags, and ads you've heard on today's episode, check out the show notes or go to mmoneypodcast.com, where you'll find more episodes to share with your friends. While you're at it, leave us a review and make sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss out on all the money tips and tricks that will take you from a millennial regular to a millennial money expert. See you back here in a few days with a fresh new episode. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC.